ಓಂ ನಮೋ ಭಗವತೆ ಶ್ರೀಯರಣಾಚಲರಮನಾಯ ದ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ ಐ ಬಿನ್ ಆಸ್ ಟು ಟಾಕ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಟುಡೇ ಈಸ್ ವೈ ಇಸ್ ಇಟ್ ದ ಭಗವನ್ಸ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಓವೈಸ್ ಅ ಫೇಸ್ ಫ್ರೆಶ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸೂಟ್ಸ್ ಆಲ್ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಒನ್ ಅಟ್ ಎನಿ ಸ್ಟೇಜ್ ಆಫ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಆಸ್ ಆನ್ಸರ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ ವೈ ಇಸ್ ಇಟ್ ದ ಭಗವನ್ಸ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಓವೈಸ್ ಅ ಫೇಸ್ ಫ್ರೆಶ್ Bhagavan's teachings are pointing at one thing and one thing alone, namely our own fundamental awareness, I am, that is our awareness of our own being. That is the only reality, that is, that is everything else appears and disappears, everything else is impermanent, everything else is uh, changing, uh, everything else uh, depends on something else. Um, to shine, that is, all objects, all phenomena shine only by in the light of the mind, that is, without the mind to know them, they do not shine, they are not known. Um, the mind depends upon the light, the fundamental light of awareness, I am. So Bhagavan's teachings are talking about the very source of everything, the very reality, the underlying, the underlying substance of everything. So, our own being is both the source and substance of all other things. So everything that appears fresh or new, from where does it derive its freshness and newness? Only from ourself, from our own being. So Bhagavan's teachings are, de- are, are all about our own being, our own awareness, which is by its very nature ever fresh. That is one reason. Another reason is, Bhagavan's teachings, though they are very simple, they are also very deep. When we begin to follow Bhagavan, and Bhagavan's teachings are, above all else, they're practical. So it's not just about the words in the books. It's not just the words that Bhagavan has written in Nana, Uludu, Napadu, Upadeshundiya, Amavidde, Arunachastuti Panchakam. It's not just the words. What are all those words pointing at? They're pointing at our own being. They're directing our attention back within to see who am I. So we can, we can understand Bhagavan's teachings, we can understand the words only to the extent that we are following the practice that those words are pointing us towards, namely the practice of looking within to see who am I. The more we, we, we the deeper we go in this practice of self-investigation, the more Bhagavan's words will reveal their inner meaning. So, as, uh, for example, I have been studying Bhagavan's works now for 46 years. I've been studying works like uh, Arunachakshram, Lai, Uludu, Napadu, Nana. I've been studying these, the works that Bhagavan has written, they're actually very, very few. But we can spend a whole lifetime studying them and still be learning from them. Because the more we go deep in the practice, the more those Bhagavan's words will reveal their meaning to us. So Bhagavan's, however many, how, for however many years we've been studying and trying to practice Bhagavan's teachings, they always see some, seem something fresh and something new. They're always revealing, they're not, we're not, By reading Uludu Napadu or, or Arunachakshamalai 
or Nana or any of these works, by reading them again, we are not gathering any new information. We are gathering increasing, that is, the, our clarity of understanding is deepening. The, the inner clarity conveyed by Bhagavan's words is, becomes deeper and deeper. And the deeper it becomes, the fresher it becomes. So Bhagavan's teachings are always fresh. Particularly for those who try, that we may not be going as deep as we would like to be going, but at least if we go deep to at least a certain extent, we will, we will find ever greater depth of meaning, ever greater clarity in Bhagavan's words. So in that sense, yes, they're certainly they're ever fresh. And as I say, Bhagavan's teachings are all about practice. They're pointing us to the practice of looking within ourselves. The more we look within ourselves, the more our fundamental awareness, I am, shines with ever fresh clarity. This fresh clarity that we experience to the extent to which we go within, this is what Bhagavan uh, referred to as aham sparana. Aham means I, sparana means the shining, the clarity. So the clarity with which um, our fundamental awareness I am is shining. That is, when we start on this path, that is, I am of course is always shining clearly, but at, when, when we start on this path, it is mixed and conflated with the, uh, with the, with adjuncts, with this, uh, so we're now aware of ourselves not just as I am, but as I am this body. So this, this, this false awareness, I am this body, is very dense at first. As we go deeper and deeper in this practice, though that false awareness is still there, it is somehow getting attenuated because we are, the more we look within, the more we begin to recognize that what we actually are is not this body or any other adjunct. What we actually are is just that fundamental awareness I am. So the deeper we go in this practice, the greater the clarity of that, that is the, our, our existence I am is always shining clearly but the greater the clarity but that is all I am I am just I I am nothing other than I so, so uh, somehow it's as if it's difficult to put it in words but it's as if the, the clouding that is covering uh, that uh, awareness it's of course the clouding never conceals the awareness I am, but it obscures it under the cloud of false awareness, I am this body. That is somehow being uh, dissipated the deeper we go in the, in the practice of Bhagavan's teachings. So the deeper we go within, the, the fresher and clearer the awareness I am is shining. This, as I say, this is this greater degree of, of self-awareness, of, of of the awareness I am, the greater degree of clarity of the awareness I am, is what Bhagavan referred to as Ahamsparana. And obviously Ahamsparana is not just one fixed degree. As we go deeper, the Ahamsparana, so to speak, shines ever more brightly. That is, the clarity increases the deeper we go. So this is, if we are truly following this path, this path will always appear ever fresh and ever new. Um, regarding the, the later part of this question, 
why is it the Bhagavan's teachings always appears fresh and suits almost everyone at any stage of life? This is what we, um, this is, I wouldn't entirely agree with this because um, not everyone is, there is, for everyone there may be something attractive about Bhagavan because Bhagavan is, is our own real nature. He is what we actually are. So um, even people who are not attracted to Bhagavan's path may be attracted to Bhagavan just because of, because he is our own self. He is what we actually are. He's our own reality. So there's a natural, like even animals and all sorts of creatures were attracted to Bhagavan um, just because he is what he is. He is our, he is our own real nature. Um, though he appears outwardly as a person, what he actually is, is that which is ever shining in our heart as I am. So there's a, a natural attraction that anyone will feel to Bhagavan, but that doesn't mean everyone will be that Bhagavan's teachings are suited to everyone because though we are all aware I am, most of us, we, we have so many other goals and ambitions, whether it's ambitions in this world or ambitions in the next world, whether we want to live a happy and prosperous life in this world, a successful life, have a career or whatever it may be, whether that is our aim or whether our aim is to some uh, better afterlife or whether it's a mixture, whether we want to have the best of both worlds, we want to have a happy life in this world and when we die to go to heaven, whatever it may be, people have all sorts of aims and ambitions. So Bhagavan's teachings may not be suited to everyone. Ultimately, everyone has to come to this path because this is the only way, the ultimate salvation is the dissolution of ego. So ultimately we all have to come to this path the vast majority of us are not yet ready for it. So those who are, who are attracted to Bhagavan and attracted to trying to put his teachings into practice are relatively few. Even among those who are devoted to Bhagavan, relatively few of his devotees are actually trying to put his teachings into practice. So it's, um, I think it's, it would, it, it's, it's not correct to say that uh, Bhagavan's teachings are suited to everyone. In a sense they are, de Bhagavan's teachings are dealing with that which is dear to all of us, namely our own existence, I am. But um, so long as the, the outer world, whether this material world or some material world in heaven or whatever it may be, so, so long as we're interested in anything extraneous to ourselves, anything outside ourselves, Bhagavan's path will, to that extent, it won't hold interest to us. But the more we interest, the more we lose interest in the external thing and become interested in knowing and wanting to be just as we are, what we actually are, knowing and being I am, Bhagavan's teachings will attract us and be uh, suitable to us suitable for us. Um, oh yeah, and the, other, the last part is at any stage of life. Yes, whatever be our stage of life, whether we be a child or an old person, whether we be a professional or a labourer, whether we be uh, Indian or Chinese or Japanese or European or American or African or whatever, whatever wherever 
in the world we may come from, whatever be our cultural background, whatever religion we may come from, if we are ready for Bhagavan's teachings, we will feel their attraction. That is why there are devotees of Bhagavan in all corners of the world, devotees of Bhagavan from all cultures, from all religions, because Bhagavan is, uh, is, is, be, is both the essence of all religions and beyond all religions, as I was explaining in the previous um, video. So, uh, um, if, if we are ready for Bhagavan, it doesn't matter what be, whatever be our cultural background. We will, the, to the extent to which we're drawn into Bhagavan's teachings, our identification with our cultural background, with our race, with our nationality, with our religion, with our, all these identities will drop off to the extent to which we are attracted to following the simple, clear and deep teachings of Bhagavan. Because Bhagavan's teachings are not about any identity. They're not about being, I am a Hindu or I am a Vedantin or I am a Christian or I am a Buddhist or I am a Sikh or I am a Jain or I am a Vaishnavite, I am a Shaivite, I am a Taoist, I am a Pentecostalist, I am a Seventh-day Adventist, I am a Shia Muslim, I am a Sunni Muslim, I am a Sufi. All these identities, to the extent to which we follow, go deep into Bhagavan's teaching, these identities will drop off. They will, they will become irrelevant to us. What does it matter? What country we were born in? What the color of our skin is? What, um, what uh, religion was the religion of our parents? Uh, all these are irrelevant. The one thing that is real, the one thing that we all share in common, we are all aware I am. I am is, uh, the awareness I am is the awareness of our own being. That is what is fundamental. That is the basic, without this fundamental awareness I am, there couldn't be any ego. Ego is the false awareness, I am this body. So we first have to be aware I am before we can be aware of ourselves wrongly as I am this body. So the false awareness I am this body is based on the real awareness, the fundamental awareness I am. And it's only to ego, the one that who is aware of itself as I am this body, but awareness of all other things appears. So the, the one fundamental awareness, the one ground of all being, is this fundamental awareness, I am. And so who am I? I am just I am, nothing other than I am. That's why Bhagavan often said, aham aham, nan nan, I am I. That is the ultimate truth. That is what Bhagavan's teachings are pointing at. So for those who are drawn to this path, it is ever new and ever fresh. It may not appeal to all people because their, their minds are still outward going, but sooner or later we all have to come to this path because um, the only the, the bondage, the, all our problems are caused, samsara, the whole of samsara is caused by the false identification, I am this body. To put an end to this false identification, we need to know ourselves as we actually are. We don't put an end to this identification just with the death of this body, because that which is now identifying itself as I am this body, when this body dies, it will begin to dream some other body. Just like it's dreamed this body, this life, it will continue dreaming. So long as the dreamer is there, the dreaming will continue. So ultimately, we, we, can, we can put an end to the dreamer 
and thereby to put an end to all dream only by knowing what we actually are. The dreamer is that which is aware of itself as I am this body. What we actually are is the fundamental awareness I am. That is what is ever new and that is what is ever fresh. That is Bhagavan's teachings. Bhagavan's teachings, if we want to summarize it in one or two words, we can say I or I am. That's what Bhagavan's teachings are all about, about knowing who am I, knowing what we actually are. And what can be fresher and newer than that? Because that is the, that is the that fundamental awareness I am, that is the original light that illumines the mind, but enables the mind to illumine this whole world. So without that, there would be nothing. That alone is what is enduring, that alone is what is permanent, that alone is what is real, that alone is what is ever unchanging and uh, shining by its own light. So as Bhagavan said, the definition of reality is eternal, unchanging and self-shining. The only thing that is eternal, the only thing that is unchanging, the only thing that is self-shining is the fundamental awareness I am. And what is shiny in our heart as I am, that is Bhagavan. That's why he appeared outwardly in human form in order to tell us to turn within to see what we actually are. And then we will find that he is ever, he is that which has ever been shiny in our heart as I am. So he has never been separate from us. He's never been away from us. He is our own reality. So that is the beauty and the freshness and the newness of Bhagavan's teachings. Om Namo Bhagavate Sri Arunachala Ramanaya